0: 89.9 The Light in conversation with Clayton and it's a real privilege to share the story that you're about to hear. Janelle Guzman-McMillan was the final person pulled from the wreckage of the World Trade Centers on September the 11th. She's got a fascinating story which we're about to hear in her own words. This is a best of the best. A conversation recorded a few years ago with Janelle now, but it's appropriate to hear this story once again. Let's get into the interview. The author of the book, Angel in the Rubble, How I Survived for 27 Hours Under the World Trade Centre Debris, Janelle Guzman-McMillan. I hope I've got your name right, Janelle. Is that correct? Yes, you do,
1: please. and oh, Thank
0: you. Very good. It's great to have a chat to you. Um, you were the last survivor who was pulled out of uh, the, the debris and I know that that's been something you've had to sort of work with, uh, work through being being the last and we might talk about that in a couple of minutes time but could you just for everybody who hasn't had a chance to read your book yet, just give us a, a bit of a, a snapshot of, of the story of, of what happened for you on that day.
1: Oh well, as I described in my book Angel and the Rubble, um, that um, I survived the twin travel collapse I, I talk about everything in detail of what happened to me that day, being on the 64th floor and um, Here in the, you know, having to be there, and the building shook. uh, I took uh, probably a couple of hours before I was, you know, decided to come down, and I made it to the 13th staircase when I finally decided to come down the staircase, and that's when the building collapsed with me on the 13th staircase. And um, I believe, totally believe that being under there in the rubble for the 27 hours, I had found Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior after crying out. And make it promises to him that I wanted to keep.
0: Yeah, uh, let's talk a bit more about that. It actually started with you under the rubble, thinking I, I should pray that Lord's Prayer, didn't it? Uh, and you were just trying to search to remember the, the right words.
1: Oh yeah, oh de- definitely. I uh, mean, being under the rubble, there, I I, I knew about God and I-, I knew about Him because I grew up in a Christian-based home, and my mom always told me about you know living this faithful, right life, and I rejected that totally. And I knew the Our Father prayer, but at that point, when being under there, I couldn't find the words to say. So I just started to talk out to God and just beg and plead with Him to give me that second chance. I just started to talk to Him in a normal way and ask if He saved me, I would change my life. You know, at that point, you know, just crying out and asking God to save me, I, I totally give my life to Him that day. And I was willing to do anything. He asked for me yeah. genuinely, and that's when I changed my life, being under
0: the rubble. So it was one of those sort of moments that you might read about in, in books or uh, see it on movies of uh, people in, in just the, the midst of the, the worst moment of their life, crying out, mm-hmm. saying, hey God, help me here, I, I'll, I'll give my whole life to you, but it actually happened for you.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's like before before I had fun done, um, it's those times when I'm in the situation, that's the only time I call love for God, you know, to give me this, to, you know, I need this, you know, it's, it's of all material motives for me um, with God before. But now that I it, um, was in a totally different situation, I know I changed, I, I knew I had found it.
0: So Janelle, uh, one of the, the incredible moments as you're, you're praying, you're calling out God, uh, that you you truly believe that there was someone special sent to be with you Uh, during that time, those 27 long hours underneath the rubble, uh, a certain person by the name of Paul. You want to tell us a bit about Paul?
1: Oh, yeah. At that moment, being under the rubble, praying out and asking God to show me a sign. For some reason, I put my left hand out there, and I was praying and asking God to give me a second chance. Show me a sign that you did. You know, I want to live. I, I want to change. I'm willing to change. And in that moment, that's when Paul grabbed my hand. And he called me by my name and he told me his name. And he said to me, he said, Janelle, I got you. You're going to be fine. And I grabbed onto Paul's hand. I held his hand so tight and he kept reassuring me that I'm going to be okay. And he just kept holding my hand until the other rescuer came and kept me out. And I, I I wanted to meet Paul so bad. And I remember his name as soon as I got to the hospital. That's what I, I, I told my boyfriend that you know, the guy who saved me, his name is Paul, but I've been looking for Paul for the past 10 years, and Paul never came. He never approached. He was nowhere to be found. And I just come to the conclusion that Paul must might have been an angel of someone, you know, because I can't understand why Paul would not come forward to meet me. Hmm. Because, you know, he saved a life, so why would someone come forward? It's just so a mystery. It's all a mystery to me, but I think I do understand it now
0: every Back with Janelle Guzman-McMillan, the final survivor pulled from the debris and the disaster and the wreckage of the World Trade Centre on September the 11th. We're going to be hearing more of her story very soon here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. The best of the best here on 89.9 The Light with the final survivor pulled from the wreckage of the World Trade Centre, Janelle Guzman-McMillan. Let's get back to her story. It was uh, 48 days uh, I'm led to believe that you were in the, the hospital after, you know, being rescued after the 27 hours, the, the, the terrible situations that were facing New York at that time. And I know you, you lost a, a number of friends uh, in, in the, the, the terrible day as well. 48 days later, you, you eventually went home. And it actually wasn't that long after that that, well, things happened in your life in, in a big way, spiritually and, and emotionally as well, with a, a wedding and a baptism on the same day. Could you tell us about that?
1: Oh, yeah. I just spent it six weeks and a half ago, and I got out, and I just wanted to li- start living that life that I promised to God. And I'll, I got out, and I went and got married to my boyfriend, Roger, uh, that in November 7th, and I got baptized that same night of November 7th. And I've been living that life. I wanted to keep that promise that I met to God, and I, I was, I'm living that faithful life now, and I have two beautiful children and after this marriage and all uh, you know it's been just such a blessing such a blessing I mean the situation that I faced with my injury and all the complications with my heart and and the cancer everything that came up on me while I was in the hospital God has been faithful and everything was gone thank God and I'm forever grateful for that.
0: yeah. I want to just uh, get you in in a couple of minutes to tell us a bit about how life has changed in terms of spiritually on a day-to-day basis, and we might get to that. Uh, One thing that you actually start your book off with, uh, and something that obviously uh, you had to work through a fair bit, was the fact that you are labelled forevermore as the the last survivor from the rubble. They were always hoping for one more person to be alive, but. There never was. You, 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 will forever be that that last person. You had to deal with uh, the concept of knowing that you were the last. That there wasn't anyone more. And, and as well as asking why you, why were you? You know, you saved from this. Why, why were you kept alive? Could you just talk to us a bit about the process you you went through afterwards dealing with that? I mean, knowing when I
1: find out that I am the last person found alive. You know, I ask myself, why me? Why not somebody else? Why not one other person, you know? But I, I really don't have the answer to that. Why mean, But now that I understand that my faith has grown so stronger is knowing that it's the Christian faith, it's like, I think God has a plan and a purpose for me. Um, if I'm here, it's because I had, I had to be here. I have to tell this story to the world. I, I, I see myself as a living proof of God's existence, and, and I think this is part of his plan for me, and um, I'm forever grateful, and, you know, I mean, I wish my other co was here to tell the story, but I don't have the answer to that. I don't know why I mean it. Up to this day, I still ask myself the same question, and, but I knew it, it has to be a master plan in all of this for me. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to that, and um, each day I just ask God, to you lead, and I would follow you will know, be whatever you want me to be, and I'll do it genuinely. And, you know, obviously,
0: I've been living a faithful life that I promised to him, and it's just been amazing. Yeah. Uh, As we look at this book and, and, you know, you you share your heart, your life has been transformed spiritually, as we've been hearing already today, uh, Janelle. Uh, from this book what are you hoping to achieve for people obviously there's an element of just sharing your story that's important you know in life we need to share our stories that's uh, something that encourages others and encourages ourselves and and you know clarifies in our own mind what we've gone through uh, in terms of a spiritual aspect what are you hoping people will um, hear as they read your story well you
1: know every I'm really hoping to accomplish you know bring in uh, more faith and, 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 and hope in people's lives, and everybody handles adversity in their life differently, and we all have options in life, and my options are, you know, some people choose to have fear over what happens, transpiring in their life, and I choose to have faith over fear, and I, I, I choose to live my life to the best way I know how. God, you part of my life today. I really hope to bring hope and inspiration to a lot of people and let them know that God is real and he exists and without without him basically we can't do nothing. And this is what I want people to know that, you know, I am totally a living and walking proof of miracle of God existed. And if people just life can be taken just like that And the next time our life can be over but I was given a second chance. Second chance to make his life Right, good God, and I'm I'm just grateful for that. Forever grateful to for get that second chance, and I wish I wish my other school could have gotten that chance as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the message today. That uh, you know, right now, today, wherever you are, maybe uh, you're not going to be facing something as terrible as Janelle had to, but maybe in life, you know. You're a fair way away from God. Maybe there's an opportunity right now for you to say, you know what, I'm going to have a bit of a second chance, a look at life in a different way right now. We want to encourage you to consider uh, those bigger things in life, God, the purpose of life and these sorts of things. You can certainly call our care line, 9583-9583. Double two seven three or nine five eight three. Care the letter pad on your phone, and they can chat through some of those things uh, that maybe are in your life, and, and wanting to ask those bigger pictures. Here, Janelle's call today to actually, hey, start questioning those things without having to go through uh, something as tragic as Janelle's had to go through. Janelle, thank you so much for your time. We so appreciate you sharing your story. Uh, good luck with the book, Angel in the Rubble, as well. And thanks again for having a chat to us today. Thank you so much
1: for having clear and I appreciate it. Thank you. God bless.
0: Remarkable story with Janelle Guzman-McMillan, the final survivor pulled from the wreckage of September the 11th. This is 89.9 The Light.